Welcome to Rag Chew. And if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, you can go ahead and follow us over on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and I believe common sense is a flower that doesn't grow in everyone's garden. And I'm Cade, and going off of that, if washing your hands is a new thing to you, you're the worst. <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of this, man. We were just talking about, obviously, uh, Cade, as, as Cade worded it, the Rona. <laughs> is that is that you, Rona? Is that you? <laughs> the whole Rona virus here going on. <laughs> it's crazy right now, man. It's crazy. The world. What are we coming to right now? It's um, it's it's uh, it's crazy. And I think the crazier part about the entire thing, and a lot of people would probably agree with this, is that people's reaction to how things have gone is um, almost more scarier than the virus itself is. Uh, not not too many people in the United States have chosen to keep a level head and uh, instead have freaked out and gone complete like apocalyptic shutdown. You know, let me go ahead and, you know, I, I'm sure everybody's quite aware of the toilet paper and paper towel crisis going on right now. So uh, stupid. <laughs> it really is. Like, I don't know. I think I don't know what the origin is. There was this, like a conspiracy theory that like somebody put out like a meme about it, like, oh, toilet paper shortage. And it let, went viral and then everybody like bought into it and then they just went and bought all these like toilet papers. And it's like uh, and then I saw somebody else's response that was really funny. That was like uh, all these stupid people who went and stocked up on toilet paper are going to starve to death surrounded by their toilet paper. <laughs> Well, I mean, I understand why some people are doing it right. It makes a, a little bit of sense because people worry stores are going to close, that kind of stuff. I mean, as of right oh, yeah. now, at least in the state of Florida, I don't know if when this releases, everything will become very different soon because let's be honest, our life is not the same right now as it normally is. But uh, I mean, I mean, I get it. People have that fear that stores are going to close and right now nothing is. But I, I think a lot of people are seeing you know, oh, well, I'm buying a lot because other people are buying a lot and I'm worried there's going to be none for me. And it's just this weird thing to where I'm like, do you do you think like they're going to stop just cutting down trees right now? Like, do you think <laughs> and I don't understand the people I saw. I saw a picture yesterday on Facebook where someone was filling up like Tupperware, like Tupperware, like bins full of gasoline at the gas station. Number one, have they ever heard of the chemical reaction called corrosion? Uh, <laughs> but they were putting, they had like six bins that they're filling with gasoline. And I'm like, really? Because number one, that's going to break. And number two, the power's not going to go out. This is, is, I feel like a lot of people, at least in the state of Florida, you know, are thinking the world's going to end and it's going to become, you know, like a hurricane where we're all stuck inside of our houses, power goes out and everything else, and power's not going to go out. Nothing like that's going to go away. It's just more of, you need to be prepared. You know, I just, in a way I get it. And then at the same time, my mind is telling me, you're rationalizing the craziness of people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, like, there's like, there's two different um, categories of people reacting to this right now. There's those people um, who are overbuying and putting gasoline into plastic Tupperware containers because that seems like a smart idea. And then there's people that are out there still like partying on Miami Beach, even though that's like a really big hotspot for this virus right now because they just don't care. 
And uh, I don't know. I'd like to imagine I'm somewhere in the middle where I'm being not dumb enough to not like get food to have and stuff like that. But I'm also not dumb enough to continue to go out and touch things and people, you know, because I think the biggest thing with this is that the people who are not afraid because they fall into the demographic of, um, you know, people who are, have much higher, I guess, chance of living, you know, we'd ever call it. I know the, the fatality rate is, is low anyways, but it's a nice way to word young people, young folks, right? <laughs> so, uh, but those, those people, what they need to worry about is they need to worry more about and care about the people who they can pass it to. Because while it may not affect you, you're putting other people's lives at risk, you know, like people who are more high risk smokers and older folks in general, as it is a respiratory disease. And that's just selfish. Um, and uh, honestly, you know, anybody out there who doesn't care because they're not worried about themselves need to think about other people. And that's that's just that's the part that kind of gets on my nerves with the yeah. folks out there just doing whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, I'll agree with you. The only thing that I'll add to kind of clean it off is this has kind of showed, you know, unfortunately, the selfishness of people, right? I don't mean to take this on such a dark note here, but yeah, it, it showed the selfishness of people, you know, that people will hoard belongings and things that you don't really need to. And it all becomes like a dog eat dog world. And it shouldn't be that way. This just should be one of those times that we unite and do things together and take care of each other and do what we can in order to, you know, protect one another versus everyone for themselves. Good luck, you know. Yeah, but wholeheartedly agree. I'll say if it the natural, I guess, um, how, how do I word this? The, the nature, I guess, the the natural nature aspect of this, right, is your first reaction is to say, take care of me and my own. And, and I get that. But at the same time, you, it's not like you're not going to have toilet paper. Okay. Like it's not yeah. like the yeah. world's going to end and this disease causes massive amounts of diarrhea. Okay? Yeah, also go like, wash your ass in the shower. If you need to, you know, like, come on, man, just saying makes me think of that meme going around with Dexter, Le Dexter from Dexter's laboratory standing in the shower <laughs> naked with his yeah. butt there. <laughs> yeah. me when I'm running a toilet paper. <laughs> Dude, bidets are out of stock on Amazon. I'm just saying. I will say, you know, that was the first time I went, wow, you know, I've never tried a bidet before, kid. I, I yeah. I will admit that. But as a man, I was like, wow, I'm I'm down to try this. Like, let's give it a shot. It'll save yeah. my toilet paper costs, you know? It, it, I, technically, it, it really will. And uh, for those people out there who are like, I know it's like an extra chore, technically, for you to use a bidet. Excuse me, is that is that you, Rona? Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it's an extra chore to do that. But technically, it's like more hygienic, and you're not exposing your a hole to you know whatever chemicals and whatnot are on uh, toilet paper and wet wipes and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just a thought. You know, make be a better. You can make a better self from well, all I think of this. With okay, the bidet, though, you're supposed to like dab lightly with toilet paper. And you're supposed to, like, in order to dry yourself off. So I think you'd still accumulate because obviously you put your pants back on and you'd have like drips going down your pants, I guess. I don't know. I've never tried a bidet. So was it like a massive flow of water? Like, I don't I don't know. I haven't like studied 
bidets. Nah, I don't know. I only did one time, and it was um, T- interesting. No, no, I want to hear this experience, Gabe. I, I, <laughs> nah, why I mean, don't you let us all know? I prefer to do it. I think you get yourself cleaner, honestly. Um, and I mean, like, if you, cl- I mean, you can clean it up well enough to where, like, uh, you can technically use a towel just to dry yourself afterwards. It doesn't have to be toilet paper again, but. We call this the poo towel. Yeah, or you can just, if you don't want to buy a bidet, just take a, take, take a shite and get in the shower and then wash your ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is what the world's coming to. No, I can't. So, yeah, just saying. It's too difficult, you know, because then you got to dry off all over again. Come on, Cade. Haven't yeah. we shown anything that we're all lazy right now? Yeah, I mean, that's true, I guess. <laughs> I will say, so, not that I am quarantined for any reason or anything, but my wife and I decided yesterday that we needed a trip to Chick-fil-A, and I apologize to the workers of Chick-fil-A or any fast food industry right now that have to work. I apologize, and I know I only accumulated to that problem of you still having to show up to work, but I was just <laughs> craving those chicken minis, man. Mm, yes, oh, sir. Gosh. <laughs> We oh, ran out great. to Chick-fil-A and it was it was a magical experience. It was a magical experience. And and I got my chicken biscuit. Then me and my wife mm. split some chicken minis. Yes, and it sir. was a good great, great day. Started my day off on the Lord's chicken. And you know, <laughs> I'm I'm I you know, I, I think now I'm immune to the coronavirus at this point. Like I think I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that's how it works. If you eat the Lord's chicken, you have now pushed out every bit of corona which may be in you <laughs> i think if you've eaten from uh i'm not gonna call it by its actual name we'll call it the employee grill <laughs> <laughs> you've eaten there you're probably immune you know i was things. trying to think of places like that that i was yeah. like you know what's places that i've eaten that that probably at this point i've got to be immune to any diseases but then i go I'm not a I'm not a picky, I guess, like restaurant kind of person. I don't notice the really small details unless I walk in and the floor is completely, you know, disgusting and everything looks disgusting. Right. I don't really notice. I've never worked in the restaurant industry before. So I feel like I have a friend of mine who used to work in the restaurant industry and she refuses uh, to like there's certain establishments she walks in and she wants to immediately walk out of because she sees how dirty it is. Or it doesn't look right. And yeah. I don't notice that kind of stuff since I've never worked in that industry before. I I, I just kind of go, uh, it <laughs> looks good. The food tastes good here. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to really like stand out, I feel like, you know? Like I don't, it sounds like she goes in and goes like full health inspector mode. It's like, well, I see a smudge right here at 92 <laughs> degrees left inside the restaurant. I don't you know? think it's that. It's just like if you walk in and the floors are sticky, if she walks in, the floors are sticky or something along. I don't know. I don't know what she looks for, yeah. but typically she can typically tell very, very, very quickly if it's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, if she, if you walk in and it smells like mop water, then, yeah, I'm probably going to leave. But, you know. You know, that, I'm going to be honest, those places that smell like mop water are sometimes the best tasting places. That's <laughs> true. Unless the whole, like, it, maybe if it's like a corner, but if it's like the whole place just like reeks of like dirty mop water, it's like, what do you, what do you, are you using that to cook? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's what we mix it in. That's why our solution. pasta tastes so good. <laughs> uh. I know, I'm like, 
but I have been to some really, really good hole in the walls, right? And right. they look completely disgusting on the outside and stuff, but it is the best food you will ever have. And it may probably not pass that many health inspections, sure. But I walk out of there <laughs> feeling like a king, you know? It's true. The best tasting food I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, that's why there's like I, I a perfect example. So for those of you who haven't figured it out yet, uh, Max and I uh, work and live in Orlando, Florida. And there's like a um, entertainment district, I guess you could call it. Uh, basically, it's like tourist town. It's like where everybody goes who comes to town because that's what they think, you know, quote unquote, Orlando is. And um, I, I'll for people who are familiar with uh, Dublin, Ireland, uh, Temple, the Temple Bar area, I would I would compare it to that. It's like a, it's a just a, it's a tourist trap is what it is. But like all the sit down restaurants over there are uh, grossly overpriced because they're in that area and they, they price gouge people who come in. And there's a lot of places over there that people talk about. They're like, hey, you got to go to, I don't know, X Mexican restaurant. It's delicious. But what's crazy is that if you don't travel that much further, like there's so many great like hole in the wall, you know, Mexican restaurants or Italian restaurants or stuff like that that don't barely charge you nothing. Um around here and so you're talking about hole in the wall so it's like there's so many to find here but it's i don't know i just started thinking about like how people like just grossly overpay for stuff that's like mediocre when there's like these small businesses that um are just killing it out there i mean you're not wrong i mean uh, the the place that you're talking about i'll agree like uh, not as in like the specific restaurant but the area yeah i'll agree it's overpriced is the great way to say it i mean i've only i'm trying to think i've only actually been to the chain restaurants down there yeah now they that do I have a couple it, of unique ones that are actually pretty solid they're just more expensive than they need to be because of where they are see and that's what i've heard and that's what i've heard is like there's some good restaurants but they're way overpriced and i'll say exactly what you said is there's some of the best restaurants i think in orlando some of the best restaurants are not in the tourist section of Orlando. No, you they're know, in public the shopping part. centers. Like well, exactly. Small, like, yeah, generally, I'm not kidding you. If you're looking for a good restaurant somewhere, look for a Publix. And in the public shopping center, I promise you there's something really good. Normally, it's a Chinese restaurant. Chinese uh, restaurant, Mexican restaurant. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen an Italian one in a public shopping center. Neither but. have I. I wanted to throw this out here, though. If anyone's listening and they're... Orlandianites. Orlandon? Orlandite? Orlandite? You know what? I, I like that. Go back to the Orlandianites. That's fun. I think, <laughs> they call them, I think they call them Orlandoans, but... Uh, oh, but this sounds so much better, though. It, Come it, on. It does. Orlandianites? It sounds, it sounds tougher. Orlandianites. <laughs> like Orlandian day. Oh, my. <laughs> no, I mean, like... I'll, I'll say that one of the best restaurants I have ever found, and I'll say one of my friends, um, I think he's a, he's not an owner of it, but I think he's a part somewhat owner of it. I know he's strongly affiliated with the restaurant. Let's throw that out there. Um, but it's, they, they made my wedding cake actually. And it's, I wouldn't say they're a hole in the wall because they're, they're not like, when I think hole in the wall, right? The first thing I think of is, oh my gosh, it, that place looks disgusting outside. Or like what you said, it looks completely disgusting. 
wait, I just repeated myself twice. Sorry, I apologize, <laughs> everyone. Is is you? I, I don't know. Is it looks disgusting and then you walk in and it's amazing? Yeah. Versus this is one of those restaurants that doesn't look disgusting outside. It's just in like a plaza. Uh, it's called the Meatball Stop. It's one of the best restaurants I have ever had. Their food is all scratch. It's amazing. It's it's like it's so their specialty obviously is meatballs, but it's I'm not a big just fan like of the name. Oh, dude, it's amazing. It's not just like your regular meatball, though. So like we went there for the first time. This was a year and a half ago, maybe almost two years ago. We stopped by because my friend kept talking about how great it was. And I said, OK, all right, I'll go. And he's the, the pastry chef there. And um, so we went and oh, my gosh, what an experience. It, it's the, the polenta is always is like freshly made. Mm. All of their food is and the meatballs aren't like your normal. When you think of your mom and pop meatballs, literally, they just made ground beef and ta-da, you know what I mean? No, right, right. This is like gourmet kind of meatballs. And it's a small little restaurant. They have, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 tables at the very most, probably less. And the owners are the nicest people in the entire world. The pastries are amazing, not just because I know the guy. But it's some of the best food you will ever have. And I just want to throw that there. It's the meatball stop. It's off of, why am I blanking out? It's, um, oh my gosh. Now I have to look it up just so I can tell people. Because it's it's really making me think of this. Meatball stop. It just makes me want some meatballs now. No lie though. Oh yeah. And also, I forgot to throw this out here. Here's the kicker. They were on diners, drive-ins, and dives. If that just proves how good they are. That's it's really really good. It's off of. Yo, we're going to Flavor Town. We're going to Flavor Town, <laughs> Lake Underhill. It's off of Lake Underhill Road, uh-huh. uh, over and kind of towards downtown. But it's one it's of not- the best restaurants I've ever had. That's not far for me. I gotta check it out. Okay, listen. If you get a chance, you gotta stop by there, and then you have to tell me how it is. And I then will you have to bring some to work. Please, Whenever God. I'm allowed to dine in again, I will go back. Whatever. <laughs> hey, they're doing takeout right now. Just saying. Uh, that's true. They're doing curbside. You can take your balls home with you. <laughs> I was just down that way uh, yesterday. I wish I would have known. Dude, it's so good. It's so, so good. I definitely recommend it, though, if anyone is a tourist visiting into the area and they're looking for something or you live within the area. Support. This is the time, I'll say especially as well, that we should be supporting our small you know, businesses, the small Whole, restaurants and that kind of stuff. Wholeheartedly, yep. Because unfortunately... This is the time that it's make or break for them, you know, because on a, the worst times are the worst, even worse are times for them. Yeah, you know? oh, for sure. If that was yeah. awful English, I apologize, but I'm a little <laughs> sleepy right now. The worst of times are the worst of times. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> I promise yeah. everybody it's going to get better. It's going to get better. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you there. Cade, question for you, sir. You want to hear this interesting article that I found? <laughs> of course I do. What is the kind of question is that? Come on. <laughs> so Caden actually discussed this, and we both laughed, like, for sure about the irony of this entire article. Obviously, we we know we talked about the coronavirus a little bit, but it's just more of the best part is the irony. So uh, this is from, I'm getting it from Global News Canada. Um, I'm, feel, I'm br- branching out a little bit on my news sources. Instead of Fox News this time, it's Global News Canada. Okay, everybody? Uh, it's the coronavirus conference is canceled on account of the coronavirus. <laughs> a conference on the novel coronavirus outbreak set to be held in New York City was recently canceled due to the novel corona out- coronavirus outbreak. 
The Council on Foreign Relations recently canceled a roundtable meeting called Get Ready for This. This is the best part. Doing business under the coronavirus. <laughs> the event was scheduled to take place in New York on Friday, but had to be scrapped due to concerns about the virus spreading at large gatherings. Following the event's cancellation, the Think Tank's website read, there are currently no upcoming events. Please check back soon for, no, for new events. But I just think it's just hilarious that the coronavirus conference was canceled for the coronavirus it's like hmm yeah i don't know (laughs) i think they were kind of warning about large gatherings before this conference was starting and yet we continued on with this conference and then discovered plan anyways right well at this point you should have just done a video meeting for everyone to attend the coronavirus conference about the coronavirus yeah webex is making a killing right now oh they're probably doing great i can tell you i have participated in a couple WebExes, and it was the most entertaining thing in the entire world. There's a video circulating around right now. My mom shared it on Facebook, and I cracked up. It was basically about how, how like coronavirus, how, <laughs> why did I feel like that one needed to come out of my mouth? I have no idea. Why conference calls was the thing that needed to come out of my mouth. How conference calls are actually like in real life, which is like, someone's talking and then they cut off immediately. So it's like, yeah, so Jim, and then it just drops out and then he's acting like he's talking to a wall and stuff. And then you're hearing like loud noises in the background. It's hilarious, but it's a perfect interpretation of, you know, how conference calls actually are, which are just extremely awkward. Yeah, pretty much. Most of the time, vast majority of the time, actually. Let me go ahead and say that. Yes. And say, I'll say, I typically like to stay very, very quiet in conference calls. I don't like to say anything. I feel like that's the right etiquette, you know, conference call etiquette. But yeah, I... you your best friend there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm bad because I don't say hello because I'm just like, you can see my name is there on the WebEx. You can see my name. You can see that I'm there. And then maybe I'll say goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. But I like to not say anything because it just feels like... I don't want to contribute more to the mess that is currently going on right now. Yeah, let everybody else kind of, you know, uh, bury themselves, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there are plenty of people who will do the talking for me, right? So I don't know if I really need to. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm never at a loss for words, Kate, ever. But in these cases, I think it's best to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you conference calls you know i don't know it depends on what the subject is if i get fired up about something then i'll i'll interrupt everybody and go to town but it's got to be like a a real sore subject otherwise i just don't really care enough to participate but i'm sure a lot of people out there are really feeling this one more than anything else because the vast majority of the workforce that can work from home has been told to do so um so enjoy your conference calls, enjoy your <laughs> video meetings of people spying on your activities and whatnot. And uh, just a, as an IT guy, just a friendly reminder to people out there. Um, if you are remote desktop connecting back to your computer in the office from your home and there are people still in the office, my recommendation to you is that people can still see your screen and what you're doing. So if you're not doing things you're supposed to be doing uh it can still be seen there is a way you can toggle it to be black screen but i'll I'll let you guys please tell me have you seen something occur kid uh not 
not during this particular um, epidemic, but I've seen before in the past people who've like remote desktop in and were, um, you know, screwing around instead of <laughs> <laughs> like not realizing that people in the office can still see what you're doing. Oh, what a bunch of idiots. Oh, yeah. man. So FYI, in case you didn't know. Yeah. You know, this is the beauties of having a friend who works in the IT industry, right? Because you get to know these little little tidbits in order to not lose my job, you know? I <laughs> uh, help any way I can. What a nice guy. Yes, sir. Well, Cade, is there anything you feel like you need to get off your chest right now? Maybe rant for a minute? I'm sure I could, you know, I'm sure I could. We kind of like sort of covered it already, but I'm going to say something about it anyways. Not because it's like something that really grinds my gears, but it's just annoying anyways. It's like the the like overreactors, like the hoarders out there, man, like that. It, it is annoying and I feel it makes me feel bad for other people. And so my rant is about, um, I guess you could say the hoarders, the stockpilers, those who are continuing to enable others to do the same and i'll use a fine example man the the jerk off who went and bought like seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer so that he could try to resell it for a profit uh when this was going down and then nobody wanted to buy it from him so now he's stuck with all that it's like you know what man that's karma you can go screw yourself uh but I, and it's like situations like this. And you made a good point on this earlier, man. We're supposed to be helping each other and and, uh, and and taking care of our neighbor and not, you know, being an a hole and and giving them a chance to you know wipe their ass too because everybody goes number two. Um, and uh, I, you know, I just that it's just aggravating. Okay, it's just aggravating, and it's I don't have much more to say on it other than it's. Just don't do it. Like, come on, man. Like, if you're one of those people who went out and decided you needed, like, 50 packs of the Costco 20-pack toilet paper and uh, and you're now sitting around with, like, new toilet paper furniture because you have too much that's going to last you several years now, it's like, share with somebody who doesn't have it. Like, do a nice thing. You're not going to – it's not the end of the world, you know? Come on. Come on, jerk. Exactly. And I'll say – I'll play on you because we already kind of talked about the same thing. I'm fired up about right now, which is that same exact thing. You know, I, I'm I'm really getting sick of it. And the best thing I I just just to add onto what you said, I I'm hating the people who are hoarding stuff like this because I think about the people who were elderly and that kind of stuff, exactly. or even people right now who can't afford to buy in such bulk. Right? I'm thinking about the service industry people since we work in. You know, the Orlando area, there's a ton of people within the hospitality industry and the service industry and that kind of stuff. And a lot of them can't afford to buy, especially the servers and that kind of stuff, because if people aren't coming into the restaurants, you're getting paid, you know, $5 an hour and that's it. You're not making tips. And normally I feel like servers do pretty, pretty, pretty all right. But as of right now, they can't. No, And no. Um, I think about them, the bellhops, everybody else who makes crap pay all the time, you know, just because obviously they're tipped. But that's the thing that goes through my head is you're taking away from people who legitimately need it. And I think like this morning, there was lines. Uh, I saw someone post on Facebook this morning. There was lines at my grocery store at the nearest Publix, the greatest grocery store on the planet. Just adding um, <laughs> people were lining up and it was like an hour before it even opened. And it was like 40 people line, 50 people line, which is just ridiculous to me. 
And I think we all need to be realizing this is the time to be taking care of each other and not to be hoarding and 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 treating people as awfully as we are. Um, I think you should be taking what you need and no more is how it should be done. Agreed. You know, I think we are a culture of people who waste a lot, you know, but this is not the waste time. I think we should be conserving and rationing and making sure there's enough for all. But that's just my opinion. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. my opinion, and I'm sticking to it, Kate. Everybody is entitled to their opinion, sir. (laughs) Okay? It's going to be okay, okay? It's going to be okay, sir. Listen, the clash of ideas is the sound of freedom. Wow. Wow. Cade's quotes, everyone. (laughs) Cade's quotes. Well, is that the quote you want to leave us off on? or? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Fun fact for anybody who wondered where that quote came from. Got it from a fortune cookie. Enjoy. <laughs> you know, thank you, Cade. You know, sometimes, sometimes we want to know where they're from. And sometimes this is in one of those situations, we shouldn't know where they're from. It leaves it to the mystery, to the mind, right? Yeah. To yeah. Mind. That's true. That's true. But anybody out there, whoever gets duds, just know that it's not always the duds. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us here over on Rag Chew. We're calling a little short on this one, but it's uh, because Cade obviously has the Rona, as you could tell by his cough earlier. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. He's turning just to a Rona zombie at this point. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Uh, so don't forget to so wash your for hands, ladies us. and gents. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Wash your hands. Be kind to one another. And don't hoard food. All right. Amen. Well, goodbye. Goodbye.